0: Today is Thursday, December the 5th, 2019. It's 4 p.m. New York time, and wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy and The only unhappy thing today is my friend Alex can't join us today. She's kind of stuck in traffic in the Boston area. won't be back in time, but we'll catch her again next Tuesday when uh, she, Dan, and I get together to do the Tuesday edition of the show. But we are not completely devoid of a show today. We actually have a good one planned for you because we have a special guest joining us to talk about her uh, experience with uh, some rather unusual aspects of law of attraction practices particularly as a coach and and also in her own experience she is from europe i won't even tell you exactly where i'll let her give you more of the details her name is b calendar and she is the manifesting queen in fact you can find out more about her at her website manifestingsquad.com. so b thank you first of all for joining us on the show today and how's it going there over on uh, your side of the pond
1: Hi. Well, thank you for having me. It's great. It's great. It's already evening here, but it's all good.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, that's good stuff. Um, thank you for joining us. uh, uh so late at, um, in your time zone, too, because I know it's quite late there, but we really appreciate you mm. taking the time and, and sharing your expertise with us. So I was reading a little bit mm-hmm. about you on your website. Um, you, you have a, an interesting story basically what in the United States might have been called a a century ago a rags to riches story Uh, because you you came from a difficult place in poverty and today you've turned into uh, a a money manifesting coach, which is quite a transition to make, not one that everybody can make easily. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Oh, yes, sure. So my story is I was living in desperation and fear, basically, Mm -hmm. and living from a, Place of desperation and fear showed really in my surroundings so I manifested really bad things in my life Mm -hmm. such as a job that I really didn't like Uh a job where I worked so long and I wasn't earning the money that I wanted I really really didn't want to go there in the mornings I wanted to stay in bed getting up was so dreadful to me, and yeah, and I of course I had to go there, and there are probably a few top, people on
0: the planet who share your feeling on that. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs>
1: and then I also manifested a bad relationship with an abusive man, and that came all from living on a low vibrational energy field of fear and desperation and doubt. And um, when I started to realize that, I was able to turn things around because I was able to take the power back into my own hands. I realized that I had given up all the power to other people. I had outsourced my power to the man that I was in a relationship with, to my bosses, to everybody else around me, but me.
0: Isn't it ironic how we so so easily give away our power to everybody else except ourselves? I mean, you'd think we would be the first Mm. one on the list, right? But we never are. We're the last one.
1: Yes, exactly. And if you do that, then you end up in places like that where you really do not want to be. Um, and yeah, when when I took back that power into my own hand, when I realized that I am um, the reason why I manifested these things into my life, I was able to, to change my life around. And I also realized that... Uh, or I asked myself, where does that actually come from? Why did I give up my power? And the underlying thing was I didn't really believe in myself. I thought I'm not enough. I'm not smart enough to have a better job. I'm not educated enough to have a better job. I am not able to have a better relationship. I will not be able to find a better relationship. I need a strong man who takes care of me. The Cinderella horror story, as I like to call it.
0: <laughs> good, good label, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Some day my prince will come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Um yeah, I think a lot of women have that too. We uh, have all the stories that we heard when we were kids.
2: Sure.
1: Um, the Prince Charming that will come and rescue us and everything will be fine. But the reality is you are responsible for your own happiness, for your own manifestations. And once you realize that and are able to to see things more clearly you will be able to, to to change things definitely so you have to realize that first what what are the areas where i give up my power to other people what do i really want in life and what's the underlying topics of that because you have to work on the underlying issues, so the manifestation blocks, as I like to call them, other people call them limiting beliefs, so all these beliefs that we have about ourselves, about the world around us, such as money is hard to earn. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not smart enough to earn more money. Or if you experience your parents struggling with money and they uh, saying all the time, oh, it's so hard to earn money, uh, I have to work so hard. And mm-hmm. just all these stories that sure. we get, uh, oh, yeah. that we hear when we are young.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and when we're older too. They, I mean, they never really stop, actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and um, only when we realize what the topics are and what these manifestation blocks are, because they are blocks to what you really desire. If you have all these blocks in your um, vibrational energy field, you will be on a low vibration, you will block away what you really, truly desire and manifest things that you do not want to have relationships that you do not want to have, a job that you do not want to have, not enough money, not the abundance that you so much crave for, that you so much want to have in your life, the wealth, all these things will be repelled really by your energy field, by your vibrational field. If you live on those low vibrations, if you have these manifestation blocks in you you cannot live your full potential. You cannot live your dreams, your desires, all the beautiful things that you're meant to be, to have, to be, to feel, only if you live in good vibrational energy.
0: Mm-hmm. I think there's also From another a, aspect. I think it's another aspect that's also worth bringing in. I'm curious to know what your take is on it. Uh, I think that, I mean, as you point out, it's it's quite a an eye-opening experience to recognize that we do all have this creative power within us. But I think it's also a bit intimidating. I, th- I think a lot of us, maybe not consciously because we don't want to admit to it consciously, but subconsciously, it feels terrifying to have that much power. It's like, I, I couldn't possibly have that much power. I, I mean, I-, I could cause so much damage. I could, you know, if I really had all that much power, why would I be in this place that I'm in right now? We, we find all kinds of ways to deny the fact that we have that power. What do you think about
1: that? Yes, that's absolutely true because when you realize that you're responsible for it, this is a very big step actually to take to really instead of finger pointing to other people, um, my boss is uh, such a horrible person or my coworkers are so horrible or I do not have enough money because only the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. <laughs> Or Yes, sure. or um, my, my friends are the reason, or my parents are the reason, my mm. siblings. So if you just finger point to other people, then you will never be able to change your life around because you cannot see the clear picture. You cannot see what is really going on. You have to really go into the energy of owning your life of Hmm. being the master of being the designer of your own life and embodying that power within you and realizing and knowing that and yes it is scary of course because it's so much easier to say other people are responsible for all of this
2: oh yeah that's the easy
1: way out. <laughs> and it, Yeah, it, that that's the easy way. It, it's way harder to say, I want to change things around. I am powerful. I can do things. But a lot of people also have the fear of success. Mm. So it's either the fear of failure or the fear of success that holds us back. But everybody should really look around them. What is the life that you really want to live? Do you want to live a life where you're not fulfilled, where things are not at all the way that you imagined, that you dreamed for yourself? Or do you want to change things? Do you want to lift your full potential? Do you want to live in abundance, love, joy, happiness, every day then you need to take that power into your hand mm-hmm. and go and make it happen because you have the power to do that and you have already manifested everything around you so why not take that power and manifest things that you really truly want to have
0: yeah that's one of the things i really like to remind myself about that i, I it's and it's hard to remember sometimes because we are so used to the idea that this world was just kind of there. And you know, the idea that we actually had a hand in creating it and you know that all these things that have gone on and all these physical things in our lives and all the people in our lives, that we actually had a hand in, in creating all that, especially if it's stuff that we don't like so much. I mean, most of us recoil from that the first time that we are presented with that idea. So. It's just one more example about how this can be pretty intimidating information to have. It's it's empowering, it's very powerful stuff, but it's also intimidating at the same time.
1: Yeah. So, if you if you really realize that and decide you want to change your life, you want to live in abundance, you want to live in love, joy, happiness, all these positive emotions, then the good news is you can do it. It's possible. It's possible for all of us. Stop blaming other people. Look and, at yourself.
0: And you had you actually had an experience uh, where you were presented with this kind of information uh, by I guess it was an energy healer who gave yes. you a glimpse of a, of what you describe as an ancient manifestation method. And this person, uh, this uh, this woman made a huge difference in your own life. Tell us that story
1: so yeah i when I was um stuck in all these uh, things that I didn't want to have, I was looking for solutions because I wanted to, I wanted to change my life, and I guess so many other people want to change their lives too and I met this energy healer who taught me this technique how to connect to the universe, how to discover limiting beliefs, the manifestation blocks, how to get rid of them and how to manifest what you really truly desire. So let me walk you through it. First, you have to realize what manifestation blocks you have. very good method for that is thinking about what in your life is happening over and over and over again. What experiences do come up again and again for you? So is it you always end up with a boss that you do not like, a co-worker that you do not like, you do not have the money that you want to have, or you end up with a a partner who cheats on you. All these things that, that happen, they are actually love gifts from the universe telling you you need to wake up there's something that you need to change mm. you have manifestation blocks that you need to change so in my example was i didn't feel enough i didn't feel smart enough not pretty enough not lovable enough and the universe was just showing me all of these situations over and over again So I could level up so that I could learn from that experience, heal that energy, remove these manifestation blocks, and move on in my life, Mm -hmm. get to the next level. Mm -hmm. So a very good technique is when you discovered your manifestation blocks, is to connect to the source energy or to the universe or the higher power, God, whatever you may call it, just connect to it and let that energy work through your body and ask the universe or the higher energy, what would it take for me to know and feel that I'm enough what would it take for me to live an abundant life? What would it take for me to love myself more? So whatever it is for you, whatever you want to heal, connect to the source energy and ask a different question. Because if you ask a different question, you will get the different answers. So up until now, you have been living... Uh, asking why am I in this situation, why is my boss so bad, why uh, don't I have enough money, why are all these bills coming up, why don't I have uh, a loving relationship, all these negative questions will show up negative answers. So if you ask why is my boss so bad, why don't I have enough money, guess what? That's exactly what's going to show up. You'll just see more of not having enough money. That's true. But if yeah. you change... yeah.
0: Well, go ahead. Finish your thought.
1: Ah, But when you change things around, when you ask a different question as, what would it take for me to have enough money? What would it take for me to have a job that I love, uh, to have a... Uh, a business that I love, whatever it may be for you. Mm-hmm. If you open yourself up for different answers, your intuition will improve, your mind will open up. You will be open to the signs from the universe, for the answers from the universe. Because the thing is, the universe may be already sending you the answers but you're not open for them, you cannot see them. Mm-hmm. You don't realize the, the answers that the universe sends you, the signs of the universe sends you, and you're stuck and blinded by all this negativity that goes around in your head, all these questions that do not take you to where you wanna go. But if you change that around, you will be able to relax into the situation, be open, get guided action, do guided action, act on it.
0: One of the things that I've noticed over the years doing this podcast um, by talking to so many different people on the subject is Mm. that when it comes to that connection that you referred to, to source, to inner being, whatever label we want to put onto it, um, that experience is a different experience. For everybody everybody tends to experience it differently so i'm curious when you experienced it how do you experience it i mean if, if you were to describe it how would you describe the experience when you're connected
1: so it's um feeling of love being relaxed warm just a very loving feeling
2: mm-hmm.
1: things are okay then uh, no matter what's going on in in my life, I feel good. Because I know I am connected, I am not alone. Um, it's just a wonderful, warm inner feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that describes it very nicely. Um, especially since <laughs> the, the warmth is an indication, in my mind anyway, of you really like it. You like it a lot. So it's a it's a big clue for you. I like this so much, that tells me I'm connected the way i look at things
1: anyway yes and it's also uh addictive in a good way it is (laughs) because when when it it makes you feel good and you want to go back to that place of being connected and just feeling cozy and warm and all these good feelings so that's that's really great because you want to go back there and that's raises your vibration even more so that's an upward spiral mm-hmm. you
0: those know you may spirals. call it a... yeah those, those are what we aim for those are the ones we live for those upward spirals yes they're
1: the
0: best exactly when you um when, when you are helping somebody else or when you're doing your own uh manifestation uh not manifestation your own meditations your own uh connections to the universe and so forth um are you are, are you doing them to develop the skill of the connecting? Are you doing it uh, to try to manifest something specific? It, does it vary from uh, instance to instance, from time to time? I mean, what, what's your process? I'm looking for more information about your process.
1: So do you mean for when I do it myself or with my clients? or
0: Yes, fill in the blank whichever way you like.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, it's actually the uh, the process is the same for me as for for my clients mm-hmm. um, so uh, with my clients, the only difference is because their intuition their vibration or energy is not yet as developed, I help them to connect to the ener- to the source energy. Mm-hmm. And I tap into their energy field and do healing for them. But when we uh, go back from, from the start is I um, uncover their limiting beliefs, their manifestation blocks. That's the very first step. Mm-hmm. Then we raise their vibration and heal these manifestation blocks by connecting to the source energy, to the universe. That's where I tap into their energy. And um, they also get exercises, such as very I'm always a fan of simple exercises, such as just saying thinking of three things that they are grateful for for the day. So not a big list of ten things, just three simple things that they can do in the morning. Or before they go to bed. And um, then I give them specific questions that they ask throughout the day. Um, For example, what would it take me to earn more money? What would it take me to love myself more? So whatever that specific thing is that they want to manifest. So these are always specific questions for everyone, and they need to repeat these questions, Um, but they can do it just while while they get ready uh, in the mornings, while Mm -hmm. they drive to work, or while they cook uh, for their kids. So Mm -hmm. I'm always a fan of real simple things. And then as I'm a money manifestation coach, I uh, also uh, try to... Um, give my raise the vibration around abundance. So, um, an exercise that I love to to do with my clients is upgrading their life. So, an area of their life where they feel very poor. That could be they. I, I for example, I never used to buy blueberries because I thought they are so expensive. Oh.
2: Okay. Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> sure why not I mean we all have different
1: limits yeah they, I I don't know why I had the, this belief um, and that made me really feel poor mm. and then I I changed that I upgraded my life in that area I, I started to buy blueberries because I like them yeah. and these are little things that Do not break the bank, but change your perception Mm. around money and around uh, abundance. For someone else, it it may be um, going out for dinner maybe once a month if they really want to go out for dinner or uh, taking themselves out on a date or buying some luxurious, or whatever it is for for them for everyone it's something else or um, getting better clothes whatever it is upgrading their lives because that will raise their vibration and they will feel more abundant and feel more more uh, happy so and and this will also show in the manifestation they will start to manifest way more
0: things. Yes. Um, one of the, of the things that you said a little earlier on, about uh, five minutes ago, you made reference to self-love. And I, I was struck by that one because I've, I've taken a lot of note that there are many people, many of whom are, are in the process of learning to become manifestors, uh, you know, deliberate manifestors, conscious manifestors, uh, who will tell you that they they love themselves they feel good about themselves and yet will also at at various junctures demonstrate a lack of love for themselves be very harsh about themselves or critical or whatever else and I wondered first of all if you run into that in your practice and second of all how do you help people to overcome that I mean it's kind of hard to overcome a problem if you don't think you have the problem
1: oh, oh yes so uh, that's why it's amazing if you have someone who can tell you uh where you have the problem because it's so hard if, to see it for our and if you can hear it stars, too that's, right? like,
0: that's the other part you have to be able to hear it <laughs>
1: yes yes <laughs> so um sometimes one one thing is that on a conscious level someone might say i love myself so much uh, I am amazing or they do affirmations every day and say I love myself so much but on a subconscious level they might not really believe it mm-hmm. and they might not even be aware of it so and the subconscious level is so much stronger than the conscious level it's like the subconscious mind is like the elephant and the conscious mind is like a fly. Okay. So you have two very different forces against each other. So you think, oh, I love myself. Why isn't this working out for me? Um, but you, you don't even know. You're not aware that the elephant actually says, I don't love myself. I'm not worth it. And then it's it's very hard to compete against the elephant if you're just a little fly. Especially
0: if you have a lot of um, to built up that way.
1: Yes, yes, and um, yeah. If if you're if you're if you do not realize that, mm. that's so hard to change. And then also you might have competing purposes. So if you want to manifest more self-love, love or money. You might say, yes, but I do love myself, I do believe in love, and I want to have love, and I think that I deserve love. But then you might have these competing purposes that say love ends in pain mm. because your parents got divorced or they, your parents used to fight a lot and you connected love to pain. Mm-hmm. and you're not even aware of it.
0: Although, so, ironically, life does but, have a tendency to show us the pain numerous times until we finally recognize it, which is a, kind yes, of a strange thing. We don't make the connection, but it's there.
1: Yeah, and that's why it's so important to think about what's showing up in my life constantly, mm. what's, what is showing up over and over again. Or another good way to find out is what did I hear a lot when I was younger, because when you are young, our subconscious mind is very open. Mm -hmm. It's so open to get imprinted by ideas, things people say, our parents say, um, and without us really having a, a conscious say in it. So we pick up ideas about us and about the world, without really having, being able to think about it critically and rationally. Mm-hmm. If we hear our parents say a few things like, if they think they are not lovable, that gets passed on to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah, we very influenced my um, parents. Yes definitely <laughs> and uh, we uh, we can also be influenced by generations before so our mm-hmm. mother got imprinted by uh, her parents mm-hmm. and um, that's a generational thing that gets passed on and that can go back on to several generations
2: yes oh, and
1: yes. i i i i heard um Yale professor, psychology professor, even saying that trauma gets into the DNA and um, is then passed on via the DNA as well. They found that out.
0: Mm, wow. Yeah. Yes. Well, it shows just how powerful it can be in ways that are not necessarily to our benefit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious also, uh, when you have a... Uh, a client that you're working with who is not noticing his or her own, I guess you tend to work more with women, so her own manifestations. That's actually a topic that Alex King and I did about a month ago, two months ago, um, that got a lot of attention. We we called it when we don't notice manifestations. And we we pretty much recognize that it happens an awful lot in our lives. I mean, everything from the most important stuff to the least important. We just fail to make conscious connections between this thing happened and I was focusing on something related to it in some recent time in the past. First of all, have you found that that happens a lot with your clients? And second of all, is there anything that you teach them to help them notice their manifestations more often?
1: Yes, definitely. That that happens all the time because what do we have in our lives now or what we have, have manifested in the past is definitely a result of our inner beliefs, So our inner world gets reflected into our outer world. The law of attraction always works. It just always works.
0: Sometimes annoyingly. But so. the,
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even when we don't just want the it direction. to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's just the direction. Which direction do you take it? Do you take it into a negative direction or do you take it into a positive direction Mm -hmm. so what you experience in your life is your manifestation that it's just as simple as it it's um accumulation of your beliefs your focus what your actions and that all creates your reality and um, a lot of people Think, oh, the, I, I have this in my life. I did not manifest this. I never wanted to have this. Yes, you do not get what you want. You get what you believe. Oprah oh, said that, that for a moment. very that's a, famously.
0: That, that's a key word. The idea of belief. Um, it's one of the more, hmm. in my opinion, it's one of the most important concepts involved in this whole field, because. I think most of us growing grow up with a different idea of what belief is compared to what we learn studying this stuff. Um, for me, the, the breakthrough came through Abraham Hicks when they said, mm-hmm. a, a belief is a thought that you think over and over again. And, and that one just kind of caught me square between the eyes, like, oh my God, yes, that's the best definition of a belief I've ever heard in my life. Well, once I had that in mind, it just changed everything about how I understood beliefs to be and the role that they play in my life and in the lives of other people. Um, and just, it, it really helped me understand truly how powerful beliefs are, much more so than what my older uh, religious-based uh, understanding of belief would have been about. So that's my take on it. I'm curious to know, tell, tell me what your take is on belief and the role that it plays. Yes, yeah,
1: so, so beliefs are, as you say, it's actually everything. 'Cause that's that are the building blocks that we have. Mm-hmm. And if we have these building blocks that are negative then we will create a life that is negative. And um the the interesting thing is that we are very often not aware of what we believe. We are aware of what we want. We mm-hmm. wanna have this amazing life. Um Great friends, a lot of money, a good relationship, a great fulfilling job, and we are aware of what we want. But how often do people really think about what they truly believe? Mm. Not very often. Not very Definitely often. not. No, not 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 at all. And um, but these beliefs are what. Forms our reality mm-hmm. and we need to go back do the work think about what are, are our beliefs change them and only then will we be able to manifest what we want so our beliefs and our wants need to be the, in, on the same vibration, we cannot have beliefs on a very different vibration and then our wants on a different vibration that's not a match that's true there is a mismatch and you will not be able to manifest your wants Mm
0: -hmm. yeah that's true that's very true um now a big issue that i've seen a lot of and i'm curious also to know what your take is on this um we in in this field, we usually tend to refer to the universe, although some people can also refer to this this uh, larger thing as God. Um, sometimes it's referred to as inner being. Uh, there's a lot of different labels that's applied to it. Neville Goddard calls it consciousness. Uh, but whatever label you apply to it, uh, the I'd say probably the number one source of confusion where this X, I'll call it X, where this X is concerned is is it outside of us or is it inside of us? For instance, with God or the universe, most people, uh, with God especially through religious training, they they learn that God is outside of them, that it's that God is separate from them. Um, the universe, I think most people would say, well, the universe is out there. I'm I'm in here, and the universe is out there, and this can create some confusion. So, uh, talk a little bit about what you have experienced. With your clients uh, on this issue, does does this create confusion for your clients? And if so, how do you uh, how do you clarify it for them?
1: Yes, um, a lot of people have this um, thought of separation. Mm-hmm. It's probably got because of traditional religion um, that we learn about that there is a God and that um, who is powerful and above all. Uh, all, but what we have to we have to unlearn that because we are actually all one and the thought of of oneness is more in the um, Asian religions and that we are actually um, expression of the universe of God, and we are. God God is within us the universe is within us we are an expression of the of uh, of the universe of the god and uh, we have to shift to to the thought of oneness because we need to know that the power is within us that we are unlimited beings that we are connected to source energy. And we just need this reminder sometimes to do that consciously because when we start to do that consciously, we will change our perception, we will change our vibration, we will be connected way more. I always say ABC, always be connected.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: Yes and um, so we, it's, it's just um, a few exercises as, as be, uh, doing a conscious connection in the mornings when you wake up, connect yourself to the higher power when you go to bed, when you walk around it's, it doesn't take any time just connect yourself and know that you are source energy and that you are an unlimited being
0: that's a good thing to remind ourselves of. This there's no doubt about that. So, uh, what's happening with uh, your career as a uh, as a coach and a, uh, an energy healer? Tell us a little bit about what's been going on there.
1: So, um, I I offer one on one coachings mm-hmm. at the moment, and um, I have a Facebook group where I. Um, share helpful tips and videos and information, so all the good things with my followers, and it's, it's a nice community, and um, I just try to share the message more and more um, to make people believe in themselves more, to let them know that they are unlimited beings, that living an abundant life is their birthright because when you look into the nature, the nature is so abundant. Really, there is unlimited abundance and we are entitled to that too and that there is no, no shortage. If, if you have more, it doesn't mean that someone else will have less because the world is really, truly abundant. Um, And I try to share that message more and more. I talk about limiting beliefs, how to discover them, how to release them, how to connect to the universe, how to be connected at all times, and um, how everyone can, can practice that at home as well by themselves, if they do not want to have a uh, one-on-one coaching. So I, I try to share that that uh, message. And right now I'm in the process of creating a 24-hour money manifestation challenge oh. for my followers. Yes, um, I will release it before Christmas as a Christmas gift.
0: Very good. And,
1: yeah, I'm I'm excited to see the results of that.
0: uh, I'll be interested to hear the results. Tell us what happens after you get those results in because I'll be fascinated. Yeah. One thing that I have, uh, and I'm sure you've experienced very much the same thing, I I have found that just by doing the podcast, I've been doing this podcast for a little over seven years now, and during that time period, uh, I've gotten so much out of doing it. I mean, it's been tremendously beneficial to myself. But I've also found that I just enjoy the fact that by talking to people like you, others who are coaches and experts in the field and so forth, and allowing listeners to tune into that, I I take like a pleasure out of the fact that even though I can't see it happening, I know people are benefiting from this. I I just love the idea of people just getting into a better place, being more self-empowered, being able to, you know, have the the kind of life that they want to have just because they were listening. Uh, it, it gives me kind of a thrill. And I imagine the same kind of thing happens for you when you're coaching people or when you're leading your Facebook group. Just, you know, yes, of course, we want to have our career. Yes, of course, we want to uh, be earning the money and so forth. But there's just a visceral pleasure in just helping people in this way, don't you find? Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Contributing to people is, is just so fulfilling and it's my greatest joy to see people change, uh, how they get rid of their limiting beliefs, their manifestation blocks, how they start a new lives, how they start to believe in themselves, love themselves more, how they create an abundant life for themselves, that's Really, just my greatest joy to to see that. I and I enjoy working with people. I enjoy to help them to see their blind spots, things that they cannot see about themselves. Um, where I step in, where I can help them so much better than they could ever do themselves or. It would take them ages to to figure things out, and i I always loved that. I always did that with my friends, so I could always see what they need to change in their lives to get what they want. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my superpower that mm-hmm. I always had since I was a child mm-hmm. um and I get to know someone, I can just tell what they what they need, what their goals should be, or which direction they should take, and how they can get there.
0: And it's fun to see their growth, isn't it? I mean, when you work with yes. somebody over a period of time, you you know where they came from. You can see where they've gotten to now. You can see where they're heading in the future. You, it's almost like you can see like this this long movie of their growth pattern, and it's exciting to watch because, first of all, everyone is different in the way that they grow, and secondly. It's just fun. You, I mean, it, it, so often we are presented in entertainment and literature, theater, movies and so forth with people who are static. They, they don't really develop at all. You know, they demonstrate their characteristics and they have strange or uncomfortable events happen and so forth. But the rare form of entertainment shows you a person growing. But when you're working with real people and watching their progress in life, you get to see growth in amazing ways. And it's always different in every case. That's what I find anyway you
1: see the same thing? Yes, uh, I love the growth stories. I, I love growth myself. I've always loved it, self-development. And um, it, it's amazing to, to give people also uh, shortcuts to to their growth. Mm-hmm. So they do not have to take the hard, long road. <laughs> um, instead, as coaches, um, we are able to, to give them the shortcut because we've been there. We know where they are and we've done that so we can just give them a quantum leap if you will say.
0: hmm Sure. Well and it could also work the other way too because we can run into and experience uh stuff with people who are resistant. I mean we can present the ideas, we can say here's what I'm seeing Um, here's some suggestions for you but the person we're talking to has to be willing to accept them sometimes people resist them they 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 aren't willing to hear it yet for whatever reason and interestingly enough that can also be a tremendous growth experience
1: yes Especially uh, if if it's maybe friends or family, they are more Mm -hmm. resisting to to change. But if it comes to clients, they usually really want to change. They just need someone who who shows them the way, because otherwise they would not have decided. that they want to do the coaching, that they already want to change, they have skin in the game, that's right,
2: and
1: yes. that's what yeah. <laughs> that's what um, makes them want to change. That's yeah. true.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, you're not hiring a coach unless you're ready to make some serious change. Or if yeah. you do, you end up yeah. changing your mind pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Unless <no>, no <laughs> you're experiencing that big growth, you don't want to keep paying somebody for it, right? <laughs> it's the way it works um so okay well this is this is good stuff um i wanted to kind of do a thing where this is something we've been doing on the show lately and i i wanted to see what you would do in this little routine that we do lately we've been doing what abraham hicks calls rampages of appreciation uh for instance Mm -hmm. before thanksgiving um friends of mine and my wife and I, actually my wife couldn't do it, but the three of us did a a show right before Thanksgiving here in the the United States, uh, basically calling it a rampage of Thanksgiving, talking about all the things that uh, we were grateful for going into the Thanksgiving holiday. But we've also done it just as a general kind of thing. And it's been fascinating to see, well, first of all, what comes out of my own mouth, because I never know until I start a show what I'm going to come out with, but also what's coming out of the (laughs) mouths of my co-hosts and my guests, um, because Everybody has different lives, different perspectives, different things happening that they love, that they appreciate. And it comes out when we do these rampages. So I'm going to kind of put you on the spot and ask you right now, of where you're sitting, what are you most appreciative of in your own life?
1: My family. I have really an amazing family. I have a great sister who's always there for me. I have great parents whom I really get along well with, and um, also my extended family, cousins and aunts, and so on. Um, I know that they always have my back, and I, I have someone to fall back on if I need help. If they need help, we are always there for each other, and that. Just an amazing feeling, and I know that this is not very common, probably nowadays that um, people are very close to their families, and I am very blessed to have a great family mm.
0: That is a great blessing that's a wonderful thing to appreciate yeah. too yeah it's mm. it's funny how when we are faced with the idea of what am I appreciating. The the mind first wants to go to, I think it's maybe the ego, first wants to go to, you know, what's the spectacular thing that I'm appreciating? (laughs) But but as you pointed out in your example, you know, it's the little things. I mean, most people, I think, would describe family support as a little thing. It's a big thing. Don't get me wrong. But it's not earth shattering, right? Uh, And yet that's where you went to first. And I applaud you for that. I I think it's actually better to start with appreciating the little things in life because there are, first of all, a whole lot more of them. You know, so it's not like we're going to run out of yep. them anytime soon. Uh, secondly, they're easier to identify than really big things. And third, if you do enough of them, they really build up your feeling about yourself.
1: Yeah. And it, also, if you stripped away everything else, um, money and uh, attention and everything, its I would still be happy because I have a great family. Mm. Yeah.
0: That's true. Yeah. Have you also found, this is something that I've uh, paid a lot of attention to in my own life. Have you found that as time goes on, you are less and less dependent on outside influences, outside events and so forth to get yourself into a good feeling place than you were early on?
1: Oh, yes, for sure. Uh, especially with age, um, I mean, I'm not too old, but I'm not a teenager anymore. <laughs> not too many of us are. So I I even have, I call, I have names for this. So warm-blooded animal and cold-blooded animal. So not oh. in the biological means, but um, as a teenager, I was more of a cold-blooded animal who needed my surroundings to regulate mm my temperature so myself my self esteem my self love um, and then growing with age having all this experiencing, going through these experiences that i that i made um i became more of a warm blooded animal who relies more on myself mm-hmm. i do not need the appreciation. I do not need the attention. I do not need external sources of love or happiness. I can just self create that from within.
0: When did you first notice that? How early in your, in your development did you notice that? I, I found it took me quite a few years before I really noticed that happen. Yeah. But, but other people have noticed it pretty quickly, so I'm curious where it happened for you.
1: No, it, 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 took, me, it took me a while, too, I have mm-hmm. to say. So that was something that, that I had to learn. Maybe because I was, when I was young, I was more reliant on external things. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, maybe someone is more of a warm-blooded animal from a younger age. Maybe they realize that quicker. So for me, it took a while too.
0: Yeah, I think it's a good thing though for those of us who have taken a while because once we start to recognize it and to leverage it, to take advantage of it, uh, you know, maybe we're doing a meditation or we're, We're just just refocusing during the day. We're doing a little segment intending, that kind of thing. Um, Just being able to kind of reach out with our feeling to that higher place without having to come up with something to some little ladder to climb. That's what I call like a physical ladder to, to climb myself to a higher emotional place. Just being able to reach out and get there is cool. I mean, I think it's something that we appreciate more when we've had to go through a lot of time getting there than someone who gets there fairly easily because we know what we had to go through to get there. And we we know what mm. kind of a of a, a, an achievement, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. It's an achievement for somebody who's, who's really had to kind of work to get there. So I think we appreciate it more.
1: Yes, for sure. Because if you have to work for something, you'll definitely appreciate it more. If it's just gifted to you, you'll be, oh, okay, that's fine. But <laughs> if, if you have to put in the work, if you have to do the inner work, if you have to change, and if you experience things that were not that great um for example, not um having self love having a low self esteem if you made these experiences if you went through that, and that's why the universe presents us these things you have a self love a low self love uh, esteem and um you'll experience things that will show you that you uh, believe in yourself, you will be dependent on others and all the things you'll go through these experiences. And um, that's just going to be the way to more self-love and a higher self-esteem. And that's, that's just, uh, again, coming back to to the universe, showing you the way to self-love and to growth and to self-improvement. And you'll appreciate it more because you know what you had to go through to come to this point in life.
0: That's true. That's true. Uh, as we do these shows, I, I often... Take a look to see what's happening with our live stream audience, which is usually quite a bit smaller than our podcast audience. But nevertheless, we have a few people who are regulars, one of whom is Jeffrey, and he's he's here at a, almost every podcast. And he's here for this one as well. Uh, and, and I just wanted to share a couple of his comments. Maybe get a little response from you. He says, uh, first of all, he says, I have seen growth and change in you, all. It has been some time. That's true. He's been a, a fan for quite some time, and I appreciate his support. And he says he's been warm-blooded since childhood. So he falls into that other category we were talking about, people who um, it came relatively easy for them. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll have to ask him sometime. Jeffrey, if you have time while we're – we only have a few minutes left, but if you have a little time, tell us about what it's been for you, what it's been like for you to come from that perspective. How, How much do you appreciate your ability to just reach for that higher feeling, higher energy place instantly without having to come up with a technique to get there? Uh, I'll be curious to know what you have to say about that. But uh, with just a few minutes left, I want to make sure I remind people who are not yet subscribers. Most of our listeners are subscribers, B, and we're really, really happy that they're with us. But uh, there are always a few new people who are tuning in. And for those people, we want to encourage you to become subscribers as well. It's very simple to do. Just go to the homepage of our website, LOAToday.net, and right at the top of the page, you will see instructions. Basically, it's just a few clicks and once you've done those few clicks you will be a subscriber too with all of our episodes streaming right to your device every single time that we publish them you can also watch us like jeffrey and others do uh while we live stream as we're recording these podcasts we record monday through friday at 4 p.m new york time and uh, you can just go to youtube and do a search for loa today podcast videos and we'll pop up just click the subscribe button and the little bell to be notified and that way you'll know when we're uh, live doing the podcast as well. You can even join in and share your comments, and we'll try to include them in in the podcast. And finally, I also want to encourage people to join uh, my – we also have a Facebook group uh, called Law of Attraction Pivot Pals for those who want to get some support as they're – creating their, their manifestation vignettes, their little uh, scenes that they create for themselves about what it is they're trying to attract them through their lives. So feel free to go do a search for Law of Attraction Pivot Pals on Facebook and uh, ask to join the group and we'll be glad to let you in. Uh, be tell people a little bit more about how to reach out to you, both uh, through your Facebook group and through your website.
1: Yes, sure. So you can find me on manifestingsquad.com or my Facebook group is also called Manifesting Squad and my YouTube channel is called Manifesting Squad so just Google for Manifesting Squad and I'm sure I'll pop up somewhere.
0: You keep it simple don't you? It's the same one every time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well that's fabulous. That's absolutely fabulous. Well, thank you for having reached out. Um, I have to admit, when I first heard uh, from you, it, it was kind of a little bit of a surprise. Most often in the past, I've reached out to find guests to bring in or to bring in my co-hosts. I have regular co-hosts who do the shows with me Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. So it was it was kind of a nice, refreshing thing to have somebody reach out to me and say, hey, I'd like to be on the show. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Why not? <laughs> so thank you for reaching out. We appreciate that. And thank yeah, you for coming on. And thank sharing you for having me. Yeah, no. We, we appreciate your insights. Uh, I especially like you have a very, um, very soft, warm approach to the entire topic. It's a very gentle approach, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think mm-hmm. it, it probably serves you very well in your practice. Um, but I imagine it also serves you very well in your life. So I think I just want to say congratulations on having developed such a warm, gentle way of approaching the whole topic. That's, that's quite noteworthy.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, we we all have to practice uh, uh, accepting uh, the, the manifestations when they come our way, right? I mean, that's part of it. You have to recognize the manifestations yeah. when they come, and then you have to accept and say, thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting a little bit more practice. That's what it is. So anyway, thank you very much, B. We appreciate you coming on the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you to our live streamers. We appreciate you as well. And thank you especially to our podcast listeners, because without you, We wouldn't have a podcast. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.